time for your journey to health with Dr. Brad Shapiro, and we have Brad in the house with us. Brad, if you would, our standard disclaimer and our sponsors. Yes, sir. Standard disclaimer. Please understand that we are not trying to treat you over the airwaves. So if you do have a health care concern or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the health care provider of your choice, whether it's a chiropractor like myself, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, um, uh, whatever the case may be, please seek out the health care provider of your choice. I also want to mention our sponsors. First, we have Unstoppable Church, headed up by Pastor Brad Brinkley and staff. Great group of people. They do kind of a rock and roll worship service, and then they're affiliated with a large group called Life Church out of Oklahoma. But you can reach them at area code 931-649-2909. Again, that's area code 931-649-2909. And they are doing Sunday morning services. I also want to mention our second sponsor, Winchester Family Dentistry, headed up by Dr. Garrett Orr and staff. Another great group of people. He's actually my personal dentist. Um, he is, uh, they're just a great group of people. They do a little bit of everything, everything from standard teeth cleanings to wisdom tooth removal to everything in between. You can reach them at area code 931-967-4143. Again, that's area code 931-967-4143. Brad, I remember a while back you were talking about how you and uh, your wife, Melissa, were going through uh, a downsizing, getting rid of things you didn't need and how liberating it was. Yep. I'm doing the exact same thing, and, and we are painting and, and working on remodeling and everything. I'm amazed at what I have gotten rid of that I did not need. Yeah. And, and it feels amazing just to declutter. Yeah, purging really, really helps. Um, there's just, it, this is like a four-hour conversation if you really get in depth about it. But when you get rid of stuff, you make room for new stuff. Mm -hmm. So when you get rid of old hurts or unforgiveness or a bike that you don't need or whatever, you make room for new stuff and new blessings. That, that, that's a really good thing to keep in mind. Declutter is not just physical stuff. It's the emotional, the mental. Yeah. I you, never thought of it that way. No, I mean, one of my, not to go too far off on a tangent, but one of my favorite prayers that I say almost daily is just, Holy Spirit, search me. You mm -hmm. know, if there's anything in my mind, if there's anything in my heart, if there's anything in my body, anything that's not of you, just please purge that. Just mm -hmm. please take that out of me. Mm -hmm. uh, just have your way throughout me. Um, but that's just me knowing that it's a daily process. Purging is a daily process. There's times where you do spring cleaning and you really focus on it, but then there's other times where you're, you're still purging a little bit. You're just kind of maintaining. Um, if this were a house, it's the difference between a real deep clean versus just kind of your weekly clean or your daily clean that you do just to kind of keep things in order. You know, you probably do the the dishes or, you know, certain things on a daily basis, maybe pick up clothes on a daily basis or whatever the whatever your rhythm is. Uh, but then you may do other things uh, maybe once every few months, like wiping down the baseboards and just doing those things that are really time-consuming. Mm -hmm. um, but this whole idea of purging, this whole idea of just getting rid of things, and this whole idea of bringing things back into order is huge. You know, clutter will stress you out. Mm -hmm. um, there's something inside of all of us, and we all have different personality types, so this is different for, for every individual in terms of what this looks like. But we all have a sense that uh, just order has some real value to it. You know, you want things to be in a certain level of order to really have peace. Um, and so we went through, like you mentioned, you know, we went through a huge process where we went through a, um, a five-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bath house that was fully furnished and, you know, had more stuff that we needed, mm -hmm. and we just purged. 
and we've got everything that we own in a single storage unit now. Wow. So we got rid of so much stuff. We gave most of the things away. We sold, I don't know if we sold anything. If we sold anything, it was very, very little. Um, but I mean, I, I'm the type of person and Melissa's the same way. We trust God to do all the accounting. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you bless somebody with, um, with something, which we had some, some nice things, sure. um, it's all going to come back around. It'll all take care of itself, mm-hmm. but it's just been so liberating. Um, it, you just realize how little you really need. You also realize through that process, the things that, that really are valuable. It just kind of brings you back into check. And we've learned, you know, as we're, moving into a season of building a house that there's certain things that we miss that we're going to be excited to have again. Mm-hmm. But then there's also certain things that, you know, what were we thinking? I hadn't worn that shirt in 10 years. Why in the world was I hanging on to that sucker? Yeah. Um, but it's a really valuable that, thing. That, that's not the old thing of, uh, of hanging on to every single tie you've ever had. And, and you always say, well, it'll come back in the style one day. <laughs> exactly. In 30 exactly. years. Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's also healthy to to realize that things always move towards chaos. Mm-hmm. So you always have to rein things back in. So I don't care how clean of a lifestyle somebody has, which, of course, we talk about a lot, how chiropractic really is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You're getting adjusted on a regular basis. You're exercising. You're getting plenty of rest. You're taking nutrition. You're eating a clean diet, mm-hmm. doing all these different things. But for everybody, regardless of how perfect their lifestyle is, it moves towards chaos. And so everybody has to kind of rein it back in. For me, a typical rhythm is I start to get a little sloppy around December. Um, it's the holidays. We're all over the place. Yeah. Um, my parents are divorced as well as Melissa's parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. Both of Melissa's parents have remarried, which brings in additional families. So mm-hmm. It's a real trick for us to make the rounds to try to see everybody or to at least um, make it happen to the best of our ability. So worrying about everything I'm going to eat or you know, maintaining my normal rhythms or my normal uh, routine during the day. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. So I just, I throw caution in the wind. I don't go crazy, but I don't really worry about it near to the degree that I normally do. Mm -hmm. And then after the holidays, when January comes around, I kind of flip that switch, get reorganized, bring things back into order, including my lifestyle. Um, You normally clean up your house again. You know, our house gets a little chaotic with the presents and trees and all those things. Yeah. Um, but there's rhythms like that that you can lock into where you kind of always bring things back into order. But there's something to be said about a really focused purging process, like mm-hmm. what you're going through right now. Sure. Where you're going through item by item and really thinking, do I want to keep this or not? It's, it's amazing how much stuff I didn't need. Okay, now now talk about the stress relief if you do the purging like like you're talking about of things and then at the same time if you get your financial house in order yep you know finances you've talked about that a lot too finances are huge too um yeah i think finances are the number one cause for divorces Mm -hmm. um money can create a lot of stress i like to tell people there's more mention of money in the bible than there is heaven and hell combined Mm -hmm. so god knew it was going to be a big deal but the three basics that I always encourage people to understand with money, my son Jackson has heard me say this approximately 5,000 gazillion times, um, but three basics that you're not going to go wrong with, with money, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of uncertainty with the economy and what's going to happen and, you know, should you have more of this or, you know, more cash or more silver or more assets or what, what's the best strategy. And there are things like that to consider, but as a base, and I'm a big believer in foundational pieces. So I really try to never abandon the foundational pieces of health. Um, you know, I don't mean this as a negative statement, but why people would focus more on vaccines and masks 
during this pandemic and abandon all the fundamentals of health, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Why people would worry about some crazy, sophisticated investment process during a uh, an uncertain economy and abandon the fundamentals, I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. So to me, the fundamentals for money are number one, tithing. You know, that's there's in Malachi it talks about that's where God basically triple dog dares us. You know, trust me with your money and watch what I do. I'll have your vats overflowing. You'll have more than you uh, know what to do with type deal. Mm-hmm. So for us, number one, it's tithing. Number two, live below your means. And that's part of the purging process. You just yeah. kind of realize you don't need all this stuff. Mm-hmm. If you got 20 bucks, you don't have to spend all 20 of it. If you can get away with spending only five and putting some back for a rainy day, uh, great, great pun. For yeah, today, yeah, right? very, very good. Very good. <laughs> but live below your means. Um, and number three, get out of debt. You know, in, in my opinion, debt equals bondage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people, I think... But that's the elephant on your back. Yeah, individuals have to understand that. I think it's important that, you know, <laughs> if you if you bring debt into your family or into your marriage, it's going to create unnecessary stress. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you never have to do it. Um, I had to do it to get my education. You know, I graduated with a mountain of student loan debt, which all people that go through doctorate programs yeah. end up in that situation. <clears throat> so I'm not... <clears throat> I'm not trying to act holier than thou or anything like that, but you always want to move towards getting out of debt. The Bible talks about getting out of debt with a gazelle-like intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, in my opinion, I would make those three a real priority. Tithing, living below your means, and getting out of debt. Regardless of what happens with this uncertain economy, I really, really, really don't think you're going to go wrong with those foundational pieces. Well, And, and the thing is about tithing, uh, actually... It, it's so easy. A, a tithe is only a dime out of a dollar. Yeah. Ten percent. Yep. It's a piece of cake. Yeah. Um, and you can do... You that know, doesn't more, mean only give a dime every Sunday. But, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, you can do whatever, you know, you feel like you're, you're right. called to do. Um, you know, that's one of the things I saw my dad this past weekend, and we talked a lot about, you know, he didn't realize for his whole life that there was, there was a difference between Christianity and having an intimate relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just... You can follow those rules, and you know I love the, that the Bible is the manual, and it 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 uh, addresses everything we're faced with, either directly or indirectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also through relationship, you know, God, do you want me to instead of a dime, do you want me to give fifteen cents on this one, or just whatever mm-hmm. you feel led to do? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not going to go wrong with that mindset. Nobody knows the heart of man but God, so He knows our intentions. And if your intentions are just to truly be obedient and do what you feel like you're called to do, from mm-hmm. my experience, God has always been faithful. Mm-hmm. I've always been taken care of financially. And you can just you can bet the farm on the fact that if you're tithing, you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be instant. He may, God may wait till the 11th hour, and you may bite and every you know, nail on your fingers and, and this and that, but he'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. That's there been you my go. experience. There you go. Well, and, and also, you also think about the, the peace of mind that you get by getting everything in order. And, and the thing is, it's not just about the, you know, the, the tithing, but also uh, it's in your daily walk through life is, and your journey is giving of your of your time to those around you. It's, uh Giving to various causes that that are worthwhile, you yep. know. Yeah, no, it's uh, we are we are not meant to be an island and not care about each other. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and when you live below your means, you have more to give, mm-hmm. and giving is a wonderful feeling. Um, 
you know, I, I know I keep referencing uh, scripture, but it says it's better to give than to receive. Mm-hmm. And they're actually showing scientifically that you produce more serotonin, which is the feel good, like truly happy uh, brain chemical. You actually produce more serotonin when you give than when you receive. So you could argue that's part of what Christ was talking about when he said it's better to give than to receive. Mm-hmm. You really do produce more of that happy neurotransmitter in your brain, and you truly do feel better. Mm-hmm. So. I, I remember uh, also, just to sort of put it into perspective, I remember a friend telling me one time about uh, being out and about and saw someone who was uh, needing a ride. It was obvious that they had probably not eaten in a while. And so he gave gave the uh, gentleman a ride and took him to a uh, local restaurant to get him a, a really good breakfast. And the amazing thing about it was, was when they when they brought the the man his food, he looked at the person who brought him over there for a meal, looked at the person who brought him and said, "Would you like some?" Yeah, he's wanted to give some of his gift back to the person who gave it to That's him. That's awesome! You awesome! Know, it's awesome! Incredible! Now you never. You never know who you're dealing with, and you never know what God's going to do. And just mm-hmm. yeah, those moments um, really show you just who you know where people's hearts are at. And that's awesome. Well, and, and and the various things that you've talked about about all the the various uh, things about purging and about getting things in order. That as a parent, that gives you some really good life lessons to give to your son. Yes, and all, it gives all of us a chance to be a good example. I was, you know, my dad and I have talked about this a lot, but I was you raised. You and your dad talked a lot. Didn't you? <laughs> mine, mine too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was definitely. I definitely feel like I was raised in a household where wisdom was very, uh, em- very much emphasized, mm-hmm. and it just it served me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the statements, and you guys have heard me say this a thousand times, but you know, find an authority on the subject. Mm-hmm. You know, it helped me. It helps me navigate these crazy times. You know, if if you really can recognize who is an authority on the subject with money, mm-hmm. who really is an authority on the subject with um with health. You know, I know there's a lot of really strong opinions coming from a lot of people about health, but if you look at them, they just don't have the fruit. And I yeah. don't mean that derogatory, but that's just me being honest. Mm-hmm. And so I went to a uh, functional medicine conference. This it's been about two or three weeks ago. And I saw one of my one of my mentors there. This guy's 80 years old. He's the first chiropractor that Vanderbilt ever hired on staff. Wow. Um, he has people literally. He was there during some rough times. <laughs> yeah. For chiropractic. Yeah, and he's still at Vanderbilt, mm. and uh, he has people flying from all over the world to see him. He's booked, you know, months in advance. But it's just it's so awesome to be able to talk to he somebody. Be the Cairo Yoda. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's so awesome to talk to somebody about that about mm-hmm. health. You know, I, he was giving me very thorough explanations about the vaccine, about masks, about vitamin D, about all these things. I know there's so much information floating around out there, but the amount of it is just flat out wrong is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Internet is the bathroom wall of today's society. Yeah. And so you have a lot of people that are convinced they know exactly the best way to uh, manage health, and they couldn't be further from the truth. And I don't mean that to, to sound condescending. It's just it breaks my heart because when you're not being properly taught and when you're not dealing with an authority on the subject, mm-hmm. you're just dealing with somebody with a really strong opinion that can create a lot of peer pressure. A lot of people end up walking off the cliff. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sad. Now th- this is a really open ended question, but we still got about five minutes, so I wanted to allow plenty of time for you to answer it. <clears throat> when, when you have a person come in for the first time 
to Ultimate Health Chiropractic, and I, I know you spend a lot of time just talking to the person, doing all the detective work to see exactly where they are and how they got there and how to go forward and everything. Do you ever do the detective work and you find out it's not just the physical pain they're going through, but you start talking to them and you find out that it's also what's going on with them mentally and spiritually and emotionally due to life challenges or whatever, and you find out the person doesn't have balance and doesn't have focus, and that's part of why they are where they are? It's, yeah, well, that's it, a loaded question. Well, I mean, it all works together. You know, that's the idea of holistic health care. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times I just have to stay in a mindset of just fixing what I find. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll, we, we'll be treating a patient for a few weeks, and they're a thousand times better, and they're feeling great, and they're trying to get a sense from me, well, do you think it was more the adjustments? Do you think it was more the nutrition? Do you think it was more the prayer? Do you think it was more um, the mental emotional techniques? I think each one affects the other. And they all intertwine. Mm-hmm. And it's, in some ways, that's the million-dollar question. And in many ways, that represents one of the real limitations of research because research really doesn't have the ability to capture all the inner workings of how all those different factors intertwined. Mm -hmm. Research, in many ways, is very linear. So A causes B, causes C, causes D. Yep, this, then that. Yeah, where real healing, you have all these different factors coming in from every single direction, Mm -hmm. um, some fast, some quick, some have a huge influence, some have a smaller influence, and it's, it's virtually impossible to distill each one of those down and have a 1,000% accurate picture of exactly how much they're all influencing the other one or exactly how much of an impact they're having. Mm-hmm. So, again, going back to wisdom, I'm not going to go wrong with teaching people things like moderation. I'm not going to go wrong with teaching things like balance. I'm not going to go wrong teaching people to be persistent and to hang in there and to continue to do the things that we know that work from a lifestyle standpoint. Um, I'm not going to go wrong telling people to get plenty of rest. Um, We're not going to go wrong encouraging people to really open up about what they're really struggling with, what Mm -hmm. what, what we really need to focus on, Um, and just let God take care of the results. I just focus on the process. Mm -hmm. And... um, it's just it's it's an amazing thing to see, and we're seeing just miraculous turnarounds like we've never seen. And I truly give the Lord all the glory because I'm not that good. <laughs> I'm really not. Humility, huh? <laughs> well, it's the truth. So, so uh, this, the bottom line, the what to take away from our conversation this morning is the fact that if they will take a look at at their lives and look at decluttering, uh, decluttering physically, spiritually, emotionally, or whatever that they can return to focus, they can return to balance, mm-hmm. and to also uh, do what you can to strengthen your faith to go forward? Yeah, there's Is all... that a sort of pretty good synopsis of the whole thing? Yeah, I would, look, I would encourage people just to get online and look up books on decluttering. or Even a lot of times you can just find simple charts that will get you started in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you begin to establish just simple rules. Well, maybe I get rid of every piece of clothing that I haven't worn in a year, or... Maybe I, um, you know, look at the fact that I have three pens and I really only need one. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll get rid of the other two. Um, and you can bless people with it. You know, it's that's one of the neat things that we really learned through that whole process is we we had an awesome opportunity that by getting rid of the things that we just truly didn't need, we could bless somebody else with it that really needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you ever think that? With everything that we went through, especially last year with all the isolation and everything, do you think that if anything positive came 
from it is that we had a chance to quiet down for a bit and sort of reflect and look inside to see uh, who we are, what we are, and and sort of self-examine uh, what we need to do to go forward. I do. I mean, I think it brought close, a lot of closing comments. Here. I, yeah, I think it brought a lot of things into focus. I know it did for us. For instance, um, we weren't able to travel near as much as we used to. Uh, we would normally, our family just loves many trips or, you know, that's really one of our passions is travel, travel and food. So we don't drive nice cars. We don't wear expensive clothes. We're not worried about living in the Taj Mahal. You know, we want to be able to give as much as possible, but we really do enjoy traveling. But we kind of realized through this um, process of, of things being shut down that maybe we didn't need to travel as much as we thought we did. It's still fun, but there's a there's a healthier balance, and maybe we were doing a little bit too much traveling. So I think for us and for a lot of people, this whole season of things being shut down and a little bit of isolation has had a lot of blessings and really brought a lot of things into focus. But with that, I'll go ahead and close out. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We are available five days a week, Monday through Friday. You can reach us at the Winchester office on Mondays and Fridays and then the Manchester office on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. If you know you'd like to be a patient, you know you want to get started, call us up and book an appointment. But if you're not sure, if you have questions, if you want to do a free consultation, uh, book a free, you know, just book a free consultation and we'll answer those questions. Our phone number is area code 931-967-6308. Again, that's area code 931-967-6308. You can also check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ultimatechiropractic. And then last but not least, check out our website at www.ultimatehealthtn.com. And also, as a, a quick uh, reminder, we're in the process of figuring out how to capture these radio shows. And then we're going to put it on our website and on our Facebook page. But that way you can go back and listen to these things because that's... That's the heartbeat of this stuff. I don't get paid to do this stuff. I just do it because I want to educate you guys and just be of help. Um, if there's things I talk about that you feel like are helpful, great. If there's things that I talk about that you don't think are as helpful, just disregard it. I have zero desire to steer or influence people above and beyond what's reasonable. I just want to offer information that can be helpful and really help you guys uh, feel more empowered and, and just live a healthier, happier life. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you Monday of next week at 7.05.